0: Welcome back, world. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody's an Expert podcast. Uh, it's the Master of Stats. Matt I'm here with Tuan. And I'm just going to say it now. There's chaos all over the place. We're talking about NBA free agency. We are recording now um, Saturday afternoon. We're about, I guess we're about uh, 36 hours away from, from this, the official start of free agency, which is Sunday night and midnight. And we've gotten reports. There's scattered reports. There's so much going on. And, uh, you know, as my boy, Peter Baelish, from the dearly departed Game of Thrones would say, chaos is a ladder. And, you know, we're here to talk about everything NBA-related as of right now. Tuan, how you feeling, man?
1: Man, Matt, asking for this for the last couple months, man. I just, I didn't care who was going where. I just wanted to see this chaos and it's happening.
0: Not only because it's so much going on. There's 200 NBA free agents out there. Not just that. It's just that since basketball season ended, it's been nothing but this. And we're all in. We're here to give you everything, uh, everything that we've heard and everything that we think should happen and will happen. So, what I want to talk about first is Rob Palenka and the L.A. Lakers, who were seemingly – they just – they went for the, the, uh, the desperation move. They got Anthony Davis in a trade that finally got done. And, and between logistics, I'm not the greatest at the actual business of basketball and salary caps and in mid-level exceptions and hard caps and all that. But what we know is the Lakers lucked up. Anthony Davis waived his, his trade waiver or whatever that is, and they got an extra $4 million as well as traded away some other assets and got them another, well, $32 million for another max player. Now, whether they do it or not, whether they go after a max player, which I think they will, whether that comes into fruition or not, we don't know, but we know we put, they put themselves in position to do so. Twan is a big Laker fan. As a big Laker fan, do you support the move? And what do you see as far as Polinka's plan to fill this roster out?
1: Well, I've been a huge advocate of fire Palenka. So it, it's funny to see how people switch, like how crazy everything was with Palenka in the beginning, and now everybody's back on the wagon. And even with the uh, free agency, everybody was shitting on Palenka with how do you make a trade for Anthony Davis with knowing that you're not going to have a max salary cap space until July 30th. Everybody was killing him for that. And that's when I kind of got on his side. I was like, there's no way. You make that trade unless you know you can make something happen. You know, because that w- that's that been his – that's been the main priority since he came into front office was getting two to three max players. When he signed, him and Magic both said that. We want to have two stars, two to three stars on the team. But the Lakers do not deserve
0: – Oh, God, here you go. <laughs> they, they have not earned – How are they not earned – they're an NBA team. There, whatever past mistakes they they've made, they can make up for it. No,
1: everything we've done has been incompetent, and I feel like it's like the way I look at it, it's like having a child that does everything wrong, and then he gets, uh, he gets prizes or. It's gifts.
0: the way the world works. The privileged maintain some clout or some, you know. Whatever, and it's the L.A. Lakers. It's Los Angeles. It's it's the one of the most prestigious franchises in all of sports. And yeah, they have they've had a rough start to this regime, but you know, as a fan, you should be relishing in the fact that they're turning it around. They're getting major assets, and you know they're on the right track to to become you know a contender. I think Vegas has them right now as the the clear favorite to win the NBA Finals. To say this, but to win the finals next year. Uh, I actually want to cut this off right quick. And, uh, you know, a Woj bomb came in. Um, Kimball Walker uh, signing with the Boston Celtics on a four year 141. This is expected to happen as soon as free agency starts tomorrow night. Uh, also, Kyrie Irving is meeting uh, with the Nets and both sides are motivated to move quickly toward reaching a four-year 141 deal. And that's from Woj. That's from uh, Adrian Uh And uh, I think that's been pretty much the sentiment throughout this whole process is that Kyrie was heading to one of the New York teams and um, looks like it's going to happen. And Kemba's moving to Boston, which is a major blow to Charlotte who now has to go into complete rebuild mode again so that's the latest from free agency are you surprised they
1: really they can't even really rebuild because of the contracts they have over there right. with batum got 128 i mean i don't know how much he has how much money he has left but they got to play the lottery now the lottery game yeah
0: and uh they're not um they've not Exercise a calling offer to Frank Kaminsky, who will become a free agent. So, Charlotte has some work to do in the next couple of years. Michael Jordan, that and that uh, and that staff. But are you surprised? We at- don't care about.
1: We don't care about Charlotte. Right. Let's, let's surprised- talk about uh, that Kemba fit.
0: Kemba in, in in Boston. Are you surprised at that? And how do you think that fits?
1: You see, obviously, Kyrie Irving is a better player than Kemba Walker in terms of set. But I really like Kemba in Boston. It's kind of going to remind me of when Isaiah Thomas was there because Kyrie's better on the ball offensively than Kemba is. But Kemba, to me, will fit better in that system because he'll thrive off the ball, you know, in terms of hitting open threes, spacing the offense letting other people play make. Kyrie thrives the most when he has the ball in his hands, but I feel like Kemba can play with the I, the Isaiah Thomas mold and
0: play off the ball, move around, cut. Let's let's be honest here. You're you're definitely fanboying over Brad Stevens once again. You are the biggest fan of Brad Stevens. I think you should just become a Boston Celtics fan and just leave the Lakers alone, because this has been consistent with you for the time that Brad Stevens has gotten the job in Boston. You is Boston going to the finals? Or is that your, your pick already? If Al Horford was
1: staying, then yes, I would have the Celtics going to the finals. But since we know Al Horford is gone, no, you, I can't. We still I still have
0: Boston as an upper echelon team in the East, a top four at least. For sure,
1: thousand percent.
0: And um, Kyrie moves to the Nets. especially you were a big Nets fan, um, this past year and with D'Angelo Russell, now with Kyrie seeming seemingly going to New York or going to Brooklyn. Uh Russell's out. Kyrie's in. What do you make of this move?
1: Uh I don't I don't like it if Kevin Durant's not coming. I really don't like I like the way um the Nets were playing. I feel like there was a lot of ball movement and everybody was saying it and Kyrie Irving just showed me that he's like a He's the definition of isolation basketball, team, and now he's coming in with a group of young players, and now he's the leader of that team, and he's proven that he he hasn't really excelled in that position. So if I like that move too much for the Nets, but I'm not mad at them for making it. But I don't think that because Kyrie Irving is the perfect New York point guard the perfect New York point card just for the market in general. He's just fits the market perfectly. He's six, six one. He's flashy. He has handle he's relatable. So in terms of putting people in the stands, I think that he's the perfect player, but winning games, uh, I, I would have preferred to, to keep developing D'Angelo
0: Russell, unless
1: they're getting, Kevin Durant, then that's a different story.
0: Well, the Nets still have room for another max player, um, and I am not not sure at this point who they'll be targeting as their, you know, top of their priority list. But I would assume that Kevin Durant is definitely at the top of that list. Um, you know, there's some other guys in this. Uh, there's some big free agents out there. You know, this is one of the biggest years I think as far as free agency goes, and uh, it's going to be a lot of shuffling. There's going to be a lot of moving uh, another team that staying in the New York area, the Knicks have $77 million in cap in potential cap space. They've moved off players. The latest, the latest that I've heard is um, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard are you know, in talks to playing together in New York. How do you see that playing out? Do you think the Knicks have a chance to really make a big splash in this free agency? That was a Woge bomb for the day because
1: that thought had never crossed my mind at all. I felt like the Knicks missed out on all of their free agents. And remember when they traded Christos Porzingis, we all assumed that, oh, they got it through. Because we were like, oh, you're not making that trade unless you know somebody's coming. Yeah. And now it's looking like why the hell did you make that trade? <laughs> because you, you did it because you knew he wasn't going to resign, and you're going to open up uh, cafes to get these max free agents. But the only reason why it would make sense is if you were going to get one of these top ten players to come over, and it's looking like if they don't pull off this Kawhi KD thing, then I don't, I don't know what they can do because they really don't have any assets over there. Mitchell Robinson's good. Kevin Knox, but Mitchell, yeah. After Mitchell Robinson, I mean, R- I'm R- a good player, R-
0: but R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett, R-
1: Barrett. no, Dennis Jr. We're talking about top assets. Like I, I mean, like, I are you really
0: team with any of those players? No. What I what I will say about the Knicks is this: the Knicks have the chance to make the biggest, biggest splash in this, in this whole summer, or they could really just bomb. They could be, disappointed, which is so indig, like it's it just New York sports in general is this, it's feast or famine. It is literally feast or famine in New York. They're either going to, they're either going to be like, you know, they're going to be, be the story or for good or the story for bad. and, you know, it's the Knicks. So I'm just going to lean toward it's going to be bad for them. Um, yeah, so what do
1: you think going to happen? Where do you think that KD and Curry is so, going to go?
0: So here – I mean, Hawaii. Here's my thing about KD. For one, and, and I'm in the minority in this, I guess, but I thought KD should have opted in this last year with Golden State and gotten free money and just sat the whole year. Because he's the same player today as he's going to be in one year from now. You can see how everything plays out. Make a sound decision then. And you get an extra year. Basically, you get an extra year in your contract. It'd be a five-year deal. Then you make a decision based on where everyone's moving, how things shake up, how teams are playing with different – to me, I thought KD should have opted in. But seeing that he didn't and seeing as though, you know, we have – he has to make a decision. He's been in New York this whole time. I think it's – I think it's – I think it's the Nets. I think it's the Nets.
1: That's interesting. I don't. Know. Yeah, no, I, I definitely disagree with the opting in. And, you know, we've had a lot of discussions about this, not only with KD, but with a whole bunch of players. And I feel like if you have an opportunity to extend your contract and make the same amount of money, then you take it. I don't see the point of opting in when you can extend your contract for more years. I actually haven't seen a player opt in when they've had the opportunity to
0: extend their contract for more years. It just doesn't make any sense. It, it happened one I think Dwight Howard did it and then he ended up getting traded in the middle of the season anyway. I my thing was this is such a unique situation because KD's not going to play next year.
1: Yeah, but you wanna secure max bread while you can. You don't wanna take the chances of news coming out like oh you're not recovered. your recovery hasn't gone the, the way you wanted it to. Like that's too big a risk on the bank. You gotta
0: keep you gotta keep it tight lipped. I'm I'm am i I'm saying about but
1: now you're trusting an organization I'm, that
0: What? What? I'm saying I'm not letting I'm not letting Golden State look at me until I'm my own doctor's cleared. And then go to the team. I don't know how it works in the NBA as far as that protocol. But what I'm saying is, Kevin Durant, I'm sitting out an entire year, getting free money, and then making a decision next year. That's No, but look
1: what just happened with Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> like, everybody thought that Masai trading, not everybody, but, you know, me and you, we were all on board. We, we knew that they won that trade. But there was a good percentage of people that were like, Kawhi Leonard, that's a big gamble. You don't know how he's coming back. Uh, he's hurt. There's a difference
0: he's though.
1: Back the same player. It's a difference.
0: Kawhi was expected to play this year and he did. The, the risk. But
1: then do so you're you're taking a chance if you're that player, you're 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 going to risk the rest of your career and secure bread by opting into just a one year 30 30- Million dollar deal when you can secure, yeah, and I'm gonna five years, 190 million. I'm gonna
0: sit at home and assess. I'm gonna assess the entire landscape of the NBA. Yes, I'm absolutely doing that. No, that's not
1: a good business move,
0: bro. 100% doing that. That doesn't seem like a smart business plan. It's, it's the most unique situation in, in the NBA as far as contracts go that I've seen in years because he's not going to play at all. I'd sit at home, I'm sitting at home. That's what I'm doing. And I'm, and I'm assessing the entire landscape of the NBA. Because really, you're going – there's so much movement. All these teams are going to be they're, – they're, they're basically new teams. And why wouldn't you sit back and just assess it? So that's, when I, that's what I do if I'm KD. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, here's the thing about Kawhi Leonard. No one knows what Kawhi Leonard's going to do. You go with your – I mean, for him, he's going to make the decision based on, you know, the basketball, based on his personal life, based on everything. And from everything that he has been said, he wants L.A., and I'm gonna say, I, and I would, I would bet, he grew up a Laker fan if he grew up in that in that greater Los Angeles area. And I and I'd say, I don't know, you know, I don't know if I would do this, but I think Kawhi is going into the Lakers.
1: No, nah, he didn't like the Lakers. His family were Laker fans, but he wasn't a Laker fan. Okay. He was an Allen Iverson fan. Okay, he liked the six. He liked the Sixers growing up. He hated the Lakers.
0: Wow, that's interesting.
1: Yeah. So what do you think? The Clippers, or is, is, what do you think? No, I, I think that he stays in Toronto. I think that if Magic was still in office, then he stays. But I personally think that he's going to maybe sign a short-term contract with Toronto, but because it's just – imagine him leaving after winning a championship for an entire country. I just can't go for it. And part of me feels like the Lakers don't deserve it. And I really (laughs) feel like, I just don't believe in Rob Palenka. I'm sorry. Like, you signed these three players, and now I gotta trust him to build the rest of the roster after he signed LeBron James and put Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee, around him and Rajon Rondo and you want me to trust that he's going to be able to build a championship team around LeBron James Anthony Davis and Kawhi Leonard I just I'm sorry I'd rather watch Kawhi Leonard with a team that has proven that they know how to build around
0: him than rolling the dice
1: with Rob Palenka
0: so sticking with the Lakers now if If you're Rob Palenka, if you're you're the general manager of the Lakers, you have two, arguably two top five players who are on max deals. You have room for another one. Would you go after a Jimmy Butler, a Kawhi Leonard, whoever else, or would you try to just fill the roster out with good role players?
1: If I have max money, the only two players that I'm maxing out is Kawhi Leonard or Kyrie Irving. Those are the only two. If I can't get those two players, then I'm filling out the rest of the roster. I'm not going to waste money um, trying to play the market on a second tier max player when I can fill out the roster with players that can actually, you know, fit with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. And
0: those players being
1: who? Who would you who would your target be at this point? Honestly, yeah. Because as the Laker fan, I would love to have Kawhi Leonard there.
0: What let's so let's say there's not they're not getting another max guy. They're going to fill the roster out with role players. You know who's out there, you know the market. You know you know the role players really that are tough though, man,
1: because I feel like the Lakers are gonna end up overpaying for role players that they don't need to overpay for. Like I'm looking at the JJ Reddicks, the Danny Greens, the Seth Curry's. Like I feel like all those the Terrence Rosses, like I feel like every single one of those players if the Lakers target them and they don't get that third max, they're going to overpay for shooting. It's just going to be an overpay that they don't need to do. We're not going to get players that can do multiple. We're not going to get versatile players. We're going to get specialists, but those specialists aren't going to be worth the amount of money we're paying
0: for. Them. So let's play this little game here. I'm going to shoot you a player. You tell me Where he should go, and then you tell me where you ultimately think he's going to go. Okay, let's start with Jimmy Butler.
1: The Miami Heat, that's where he should
0: go. He
1: should go to the Miami Heat. Where do you think he is going to go?
0: By the The Houston, the Houston Rock. Oh, gosh. what a train wreck what a train wreck if he goes to Houston. Rockets. Yeah, I think I think he's going to go to the oh. Rockets. By the way, Woj Bomb, he is meeting with uh, the Heat today or tomorrow. Um, and then meeting and then going straight to Houston from from South Florida. And who is Jimmy it? Butler?
1: I didn't even see yeah. that. That's crazy.
0: Uh, he's going to meet with Pat Riley on Sunday and then he's going to um go to LA and meet with the rockets and then he'll have to have his meeting with the sixers. So, I think I think we ultimately he should stay in Philly and I ultimately think he is going to stay in Philly. Um I don't know Well, the reason why I don't think he stays in Philly
1: is because I don't think Philly's going to offer him that fifth year. Okay. I think they're going to only offer him four. And if they only offer him four, then I think that he'll go to another team that will give him four. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. I, Kevin Durant is going. It's hard. It's, it's either the Nets or Golden State.
0: Where do you think he should go?
1: Where do I think he should go? Yeah. Shit.
0: Go to the Knicks.
1: Yeah, I think he should go to the Knicks.
0: Here's an interesting one. Uh, Al Horford. Al Horford, that's a hard one. Where should he go? Where is he going to go?
1: Al Horford should stay with the Celtics. (laughs) That's not going to happen. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. He's leaving. All right. So, man, Al Horford can be good so many places, yo. Honestly, I-, I would love Al Horford on the Mavericks. And I would love Al Horford. Like, you know, you know what type of system I want him in. Like, he'd be great with uh, the Pacers. He'd be great with the Celtics. He'd be phenomenal with the Kings. Um,. I don't really like him with the Pelicans, but he'd be a good vet with the Pelicans too.
0: I think he'd be great fit in, in L.A.
1: with the Clippers. Yeah, I would love him with the Clippers, but I would love him with the Clippers if Kawhi was coming too.
0: I think he's an impactful player either way. I think he makes any team he goes to better. I think it's the Clippers he should go to. Ultimately, I think that um, I don't know. I, I I've been I've been hearing I've been hearing that. Um, the Kings are in play, and they got a lot of money. And I like them with the Kings. And that would
1: be phenomenal. The Kings know. would definitely be a top four team with Al
0: Horford. And they need they need some kind of veteran player that's going to be you know that stability and that rock. And I, ultimately, I think that he goes to Sacramento. But I think he'd be great in L.A. Also, um, Chris Middleton if he re-sign with the Bucks, yeah, that's a pretty okay. So so D'Angelo Russell. He's not going back with the Nets if this Kyrie thing is real. D'Angelo Russell, where does he go? Where do, you, where do you think he should go, and where does he ultimately go? I mean,
1: I've heard rumors or rumblings about him going to Minnesota. I think that if the Lakers miss out on Kawhi, we're going to get D'Lo. At first, I thought if we missed out on Kawhi, we were going to get Kyrie. But since Kyrie's locking in with Brooklyn, I think the Lakers are going to go get D'Angelo Russell if we can't get Kawhi Leonard. Isn't... But I think the Nets are going to try to make a move for him, for D'Lo, to go to the Suns or the Timberwolves.
0: Uh. I think the Suns were a perfect fit. Um really? Ah. I, I do. Devin I, Booker and Delo don't play any deep. I think it's I think I think that with that team the Suns either go the Suns either go DeAngelo Russell, or they try to get Terry Rozier or something. I think the Suns need a point guard. And that they I think they're going to spend as much money as they can if they need to to get a point guard. Man, they're
1: in shambles, so honestly, that's probably where he's going to end up because they they, they're they have no idea what they're doing over there.
0: I have one more. Well, let's go ahead and say Clay Thompson's going to resign with the Golden State Warriors. I think that's a foregone conclusion. Uh, Chris Donnie with the Navs. Vucevic Nikola Vucevic is back with the Orlando Magic. That's pretty much uh, a done deal. Kemba, we already talked about, is going to Boston.
1: You know who I'm really interested in and who I want to see cash out? Julius Randle. Yes.
0: Julius Randle.
1: I want him to make the correct basketball call, though, which I
0: don't think he's going to do. You think the best call is where? The Mavericks. I you-
1: think that I think that the Mavs would be the best move for him because I've always said – initially I said the Knicks, but that was when Kristaps uh, was there. I think that Julius Randle with Kristaps Porzingis would be – a great pairing in the league because Chris stops is a shot blocker on defense and he opens up the floor for Julius because he can space the floor so when Julius is coming down he has a center that can pop up he can do pick and roll with Chris stops. like they they would be a great tandem together I think especially with uh Luca over there. So I really think that the Mavs is the best fit for Julius.
0: Uh, Another Woj bomb here. I'm sorry to cut you off. The Lakers have reached out to uh, D'Angelo Russell's agents. I think that was a foregone conclusion also. They're going to reach out and meet with him. Um, Do you think that D'Angelo Russell would welcome a return back to the Lakers after what happened? Uh, yeah. with him a few years ago? Yeah, if we don't get Kawhi, we're getting D'Lo. Isn't he Isn't he a second-tier max player, as you, as you would call it? Yeah, that? I,
1: exactly. I don't
0: want him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't want him. And I think that they're going to, if we miss out on Kawhi, they're going to overpay for him. But do you remember in 2017 what the Heat did when they were signing all those players to incentive contracts? Right. That's what I would want the Lakers to do if we miss out on Kawhi. If we miss out on Kawhi, that's what I want them to do with whoever else they sign. Like, just sign them to an incentive contract. So, if we make the playoffs, if you play this amount of games, blah, 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 then you make an extra five mil or whatever the case may be. But I don't want them just to straight out give them 20 mil guaranteed. Like tell Delo like yo seventeen million, but if we make the playoffs or if we make it to the finals, you get an extra five mil each year. That's twenty two million now.
0: I don't you think understand? I don't think guys are gonna go. For, listen, at this point, guys want to get paid. They want to get paid. They don't want to get paid. They want to get paid. Get paid with, you know, regardless. I think that's where we're at right now. yeah. You know? I don't know if they're gonna go for top tier players. Aren't going for incentive incentivized deals. That's what you did to role players, supporting cast members. You know, I, I just don't – I don't buy that. Um, and, you know, I just think like DeAngelo. No, but that's what we're discussing, right. right?
1: That's what I'm saying. Instead of overpaying for role players, give okay, the role players – maybe right. not D'Angelo I, Russell, but role players, we give them these incentive deals so that we're not just giving up a whole bunch of guaranteed bread for cap space.
0: I'm going to uh I'm going to give you I'm going to throw a name out there and I and I think this is the name that's going to make or break the New York Knicks. Last I heard, I heard through some some syndicate, some outlet that the Knicks were also eyeing DeMarcus Cousins for a deal. And I think that's where if they signed DeMarcus Cousins, that's where they make the biggest splash in the most negative way possible, unless unless they sign to some like cheap deal. Where do you think Marcus Cousins is going?
1: Boogie's gonna go to the Knicks. <laughs> that's <laughs> oh god, because
0: that's, that's the, the next way. way, and you are in the. Yeah, New York, way. right now, and you're saying that, and no one knows better than you. The New York Knicks. That's how they screw this summer up. Yeah, that's the Nick way.
1: I'm not even mad at them for I it, love but, it. I mean, if you get anybody else, then it's just it is what it
0: is. I right? love it. Listen, I want everyone listening to stay tuned with us. Uh, we'll have breaking news um, through our Instagram page. Everybody's an expert. We'll have a follow-up episode in the next couple of days to talk about all the movement, um, how these teams are going to shape up. Tuan, I appreciate you spending, uh, taking some time out of your weekend. I know it's been a busy one. Um, we, you know, we're all in with this free agency. We're all in with the summer. NBA free agency is such a great time. Such an exciting time for us. And it gives us something to do because I've been pretty bored after basketball season. I've, Word. I have nothing to watch on TV. I do love Women's World Cup stuff, but, I mean, come on. This is great stuff. So, uh, for me, the the master of stats, Matt Rob. For Tuan, uh, we appreciate you guys listening in, and we'll see you soon. Oh, Mattress. What's that? I
1: I'm, I'm going to make the call that Al Horford goes to the Dallas Mavericks. That's your call. That's a real yes. Yeah, I relieved that I seen that I saw that uh, the news on uh,
0: Twitter. That's what we're doing. All right. Out for it. All months. right. Okay, well uh we'll see you guys soon.